everyone, beware. This is So You Goose That Was Bumps Do You, a little spin-off of the main pod where we explore each episode of the much-loved 90s children's TV show Goosebumps and review each with our proprietary rating system, how many bumps out of ten bumps. My name is Evan, and somehow I've returned, and returning with me are Harry of Babe and Tron fame, and Johnny, who's been haunting your little ears as far back as arachnophobia. I am tripping up over my words because we've taken a week off. I've just spent an entire week in southern Italy with these boys, so I'm not quite sure why they've agreed to do this, and I'm afraid to ask how they are, but here we go. How are you boys? Boo. Ah. Uh, yeah, good man. Tired. Uh, we're doing a bright and early 9am record today. Yeah. Had a nice holiday, didn't we? It's lovely. Yeah. Has that Evan fatigue set in yet? Yes. Fatigue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, me and Evan were in a little house together. That was nice. Yeah, sorry, buddy. <laughs> we watched Limitless. <laughs> Instead of going out in the sun, we stayed in and watched Limitless. <laughs> really soaking up the culture there, lads. Well, I did put on the Italian telly as well, so I think that cancels each other out. That woman had the longest neck I've ever seen. Oh, God, yeah, the newsreader. <laughs> no idea what she was on about, but it was about necks. Maybe. <laughs> Presumably neck-based news. <laughs> Welcome to neck news. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Johnny? How you doing, my man? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Pretty tired, like you said. But um, yeah, right. Still reeling from the holiday. My liver's kind of aching less now than it was on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. But it's uh, it's definitely some kind of come down. <laughs> yeah, we went too hard, I think. Not as hard as Harry did. But uh, too hard. I don't know what you mean, Evan. <laughs> I believe you went so hard you had to go to A&E, didn't you? Second day. <laughs> I could never confirm or deny that I've had seven <laughs> stitches in my chin. <laughs> I'll confirm it. You did. I was shouting over the fence for a beer and I was like, why is no one answering? And I went around and there's blood pissing out his head. I was like, ah, right, okay. Maybe time to stop drinking. <laughs> Oh, well, we all had a good time. <laughs> sure did. Oh, uh, we did. So, <laughs> following up our last outing with Goosebumps, we've watched the titulating two-parter, Welcome to Camp Nightmare. Let's get started with that. Plot synop, as we always do. Billy and his fellow campers arrive at Camp Nightmoon, where they encounter a strange creature and oddly uncaring counsellors. However, it would appear their nightmarish adventure is about to begin. Well, there's never much to say about that. That's just a general little overview before we get started mm. with the, the main plot. So let's... Yeah, uh, let's fairly uh, comprehensive. Let's get into it, boys. Well, I know this has been done before on So You Goose, That Was Bumps, but how good is the intro? How good's the theme tune, mate? So good. Yeah, yeah. so good. Do you boys get eye floaters? Yeah. Yeah, I get eye floaters. So you know in, oh, I like the G. Yeah, you know in the <laughs> intro, the G's floating around. Yeah, when yeah. I was a kid and I got eye floaters, I thought that was like a signal from some higher being that Goosebumps was on telly. <laughs> well, like Frodo's sword. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, oh, Goosebumps is on. <laughs> oh, I thought it was going to be some, like, evil spirits around. Oh, no, no, no. Just... spidey sense. My Goosebumps sense is jingling. <laughs> 
God is telling you. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> I've got to stop murdering babies and sending out plagues. I've got to tell Harry goosebumps is on. <laughs> Quick, give him the eye floaters. It's the only way he'll know. <laughs> oh. Also, I'm sure God does a lot more than that if you believe in him. So that's just for the first two to come to mind. <laughs> oh, Lord. Here we go, boys. So a school bus pulls into Camp Nightmoon uh, and something is watching on from the woods. The kids mm. all pile off the bus because it's stopped. Uh, and they, they were like, where, where, where is this camp? This is the middle of nowhere. And then the bus driver just starts yeeting their bags onto the fucking road. Yeah. <laughs> and he gets back on and drives off. And he has absolutely no qualms in squashing these kids either. They've got to fucking scatter out of the way before he plows through them. That bus driver looks like me in 20 to 30 years. <laughs> or somewhat reminiscent of you, yes. He's got, he's got the moustache, he's got the party shirt. I, I don't have one of those hats yet. Does he have seven stitches in his chin? Well, he's still got a chin. Yeah. Maybe it's not me. Hopefully they grow back, Harry. <laughs> we'll wait and see, mate. Is the camp called Camp Nightmoon? Yes. Yeah. I thought it was called Camp Nightmare. Well, that's the name of the episode, but I think that would be a bit obvious of the camp to name itself Camp Nightmare. <laughs> well, no, so I had a very, uh, I had a very good note at this point saying, you wouldn't send your kids to somewhere called Camp Nightmare, would you? No. <laughs> no, and they haven't. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank god for that i was gonna say something about night moon being a bit sort of you know like camp day sun but then i was like well you do actually get the moon during the day as well so yeah that that really went left left me in in the weeds so i'm glad i brought it up anyway <laughs> what salient points we've both had johnny <laughs> Content. <laughs> well, the kids, after the bus driver leaves, the kids are spooked by something growling in the bushes. But then all of a sudden, there's a huge fucking explosion. And Uncle Al, the, the camp director, scares off this, this creature who is named Saber with... He's holding a pistol, yeah. but the explosion is like a grenade launcher. And then he says it's like, this is the latest tech. Which should be a signal that something's wrong, because why would a <laughs> camp director, who must be... This must be voluntary, for yeah. one, yeah. afford a pistol that can explode a forest? The latest technology. He's just gone to DARPA and he's like, what's your latest beast hunting <laughs> equipment? <laughs> oh, well, we've got this flare gun, but tell him it's a grenade launcher. <laughs> It did remind me of Lake Placid, though, where they had that tiny gun in it that also yeah. just exploded things. It's just unreasonably powerful. Too OP. Too OP. I liked the uh, the kid who we later learn is called Colin, which is just the funniest name. But he's dressed like Fred Durst from Limp Bizkit. He's leant against there with his shades on, wearing all black with chains and like a fucking bandana around his head. Yeah. He's about to start singing so break weird. stuff. Yeah. I did write, the world's coolest kid is getting off the bus. <laughs> is he, or is it, a, is it like a 60-year-old man's, what he thinks a cool kid looks like? <laughs> when, when did this come out? That must have been quite cool back then. <sighs> yeah, I think it was. This is like, uh, oh, I just forgot the name of the band, but there was a band like this. In Sync, In Sync was yeah. very that style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those shades. Although they've come back around now. Those I've seen people at raves dressed mm. exactly like that young boy. <laughs> yeah. Fashion is circular. 
It sure yeah. is. Is that? Yeah, is that cyclical. Cyclical, thank you. Circular. <laughs> Fashion is a shape. <laughs> <laughs> I did like this uh, scene introducing all the characters, though. They've got a good variety of the gang. Um, no, did got... they introduce them, though, Harry? Or did they wait to tell us all their names until the end of the episode? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's fair. But we do get their characters. We get Cool Kid, Jokey Kid. I don't know if I can say Token Black Kid. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe cut that. It's okay, no one can this see was, us. It's annoying to, so, yeah. Um, Bill, Billy, Main <laughs> Kid. You better got a Billy, yeah. <laughs> Every group needs a billet. There was some of... Uh, have I said Jokey Kid? Yeah, you said Jokey Kid. Uh, he, he was the best character. He just stays in mind. I hated that boy. I wanted him to be killed first. Which one was the jokey one? The one who kept doing the shitty, shitty jokes and then laughing like a fucking maniac. Yeah. Is he the one who gets bit by the snake? No, that's no. the... Oh, that's okay. the, the, the shy kid. The shy right. kid, yeah. The joke... Well, we'll get to the jokey kid, Evan. We'll get to it now. Our protagonist is Billy, and he's... This is his first time at the camp. Usually he spends summers away with his relatives because his, his parents are busy scientists, so it, he's never at home during the summer. I didn't know that the summer was peak months for scientists. A bit of a, a shoo-in, but yeah. we got to yeah. get him there somehow. Jokey Kid says, what do they do, rob banks? <laughs> it was unrelenting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what is that? What does that mean? The, the bank robbers also peak hours in yeah. the summer? Well, it's bank, it's bank hours, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Nine till five, no bank holidays. <laughs> I guess bank robbers do have a nine-to-five job. It's, <laughs> it works off the same uh, the hours as the bank. Do they break in when it's shut? Yeah, they're going, everybody on the ground. Your money or your life. Yeah, there's no one to tell to get on the ground if you go in at night. <laughs> It'll be too Sorry, easy. It's too early for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Billy is telling Dawn all of this, setting up like she is going to be a concurrent character throughout these two yeah. episodes. But don't worry about her. This is the last time you see her until the last minute of the <laughs> second episode. So here we go. <laughs> Martha, the, the girls' counsellor, also didn't need to note her name, but here we go. She takes all the girls <laughs> off to their own camp. They're completely separate. And Uncle Al, he rounds the boys up and he gives them the camp rules. And here they are. Mm. No leaving your bunk at night and sneaking out anywhere. Mm. The girls' camp is completely out of bounds. Girls are not part of this program. Lights out at nine, wake up at six. And finally, you write home to your parents every day. And then Mm. straight after that, they're all stood next to the forbidden bunk. A boy asks, what's that? And Uncle Al says, oh, that's the forbidden bunk. It's forbidden, don't go in there. And I really feel like don't go in the forbidden bunk should have been one of the rules. Maybe above, writing home to your parents. Also, I think... If you don't want kids to go somewhere, don't call it the forbidden bunk. Call it like, oh, that's just where we keep the gym mats. Yeah, gym mat storage. You don't want to go. The gym mat bunk. Yeah. That's just something really boring. That's where uh, I do my tax returns. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Uncle Al, I won't go there. The wisecracking kid, after saying that the, the girls' camp is out of bounds, he's like, good, I forgot my deodorant. And at that point, I wrote, yeah, he can get in the fucking bin. I, oh, I, no, I, I like that one. <laughs> oh, my God. If he was my kid, I'll put him up for adoption. I would send him away to camp. 
<laughs> oh thank fuck we're rid of him for two weeks he goes to winter spring summer and autumn camps because his parents fucking hate him he goes to boarding school plus they're robbing banks yeah. <laughs> yeah well Uncle Al takes the boys to the cabin and they all get settled in there seems to be some competition at this point as well because all the boys are piling in and mm. they all just give you the cringiest fucking line of dialogue they can. And in many <laughs> ways, this felt like a precursor to RuPaul's Drag Race, where they all enter the room, say, just the first thing to come to their mind, and then go sit down. <laughs> and it's never good. Just get on with it, please. Yeah. There was a, one of the kids comes in with a with like a boombox wanting to play, and they're like, oh, we're not going to be getting any sleep anyway, and I desperately wanted to find whatever song was playing on there. I tried to Shazam it like five <laughs> times. I went through all the trivia. I went through all of like the fucking credits. It was not credited, because I was going to make that into another song. <laughs> oh, it's, it had to be like license-free music. Yeah, there's no way this could Licence-free hip-hop. It. And when I was listening to the, the lyrics of it, they were nonsensical, so I'm not completely convinced that R.L. Stein didn't just make it himself in the studio. <laughs> yeah, um, I did write at this point, the joke kid, unfortunately, does not have the delivery that these stellar jokes deserve. <laughs> I like the character. Yeah. The actor is... All the actors in this are quite poor. I would say Billy wasn't too bad. Billy, Billy was all right, yeah. yeah. He looked like Sean Astin a bit. He did, yeah. I got oh, that. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Sam vibes. Less potato-y. <laughs> <laughs> So everyone's getting settled in on their bunk beds and Billy sees that um, Sabre is hungry is scrawled on the wall of his bunk. Ooh. And meanwhile, a, a carbon copy of Beans from Even Stevens. <laughs> do you know who that is? Oh, yeah. I do. That's the shy boy. Yeah, Fucking spitting image of him, but it's not the same guy. He gets bitten by a snake. He does not look like Beans, mate. He fucking does. I thought no. he did. It's in my notes. This is a democracy. I'm Harry, trying to think of out. a way to say he... Mm, no. <laughs> Beans is more jowly though What have we become? <laughs> Beans is more odd looking than this kid This is more of a standard yes, issue kid sure. <laughs> Billy wraps up the snake in one of the bed sheets And he tosses it out the window And this is where Larry, the boys counsellor Makes his entrance And he's really fucking mad That a clean sheet has just been yeeted out of the window <laughs> And that's only firstly. Then he's really mad that Beans is attempting to put his snake bite in his face after he's just eaten. And finally, I think Larry's just mad because he hates kids altogether. He shouldn't be a counsellor. Johnny, did Larry remind you of anyone on this podcast? Oh, fucking hell, I knew this was coming. (laughs) Oh, fuck, not at the time, but now you say it. (laughs) It's Evan, isn't it? If you dyed your hair blonde, your teeth are nowhere near big enough, Evan. Oh, we're going to get to his fucking teeth, mate. <laughs> Larry said that, uh, go and wash it off and then maybe I've got a bandage. Yeah, that's what a kid needs. He's just got fucking bitten by a snake. Yeah, he might have minutes to live, but just go and wash it off. It'll be fine. Fucking hell. It was the curtains that made you think of me, wasn't it, Harry? Because you also look like curtains from this country. Yeah. Yes, and I, and as soon as I saw this fucking bloke, I was like, I'm going to get razzed for fuck's sake. Also, he's an arsehole. Yes, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so is everyone at this camp, though. So Floss thought that he looked like David Bowie, so that's a compliment to you. Yeah. Oh, hey, yeah, by association, that's yeah. pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> if I dot the dots. <laughs> it's got a transitive properties. <laughs> oh, fucking hell, mate. Salient, transient properties, what have you taken? I had a coffee before we started. <laughs> 
So did we. All I did was a second poo. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, this Evan character is a bit of an arsehole, though, isn't he? Like, uh, Billy's saying... Person. I can't remember what Billy says. I didn't write that down. But Larry snaps back at him. You think you know more than me? Which is Evan. <laughs> Evan. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare question my authority. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Evan. What is what Larry is all about? He says there's no need to drain the poison. As Johnny said, quite right. He just needs to wash it and have a bandage. And also, there's no nurse. So either way, this kid's screwed. Now they're taken over to um, around a the campfire, campfire for yeah. a little, yeah, a little sing along where Uncle Al is singing like the the night moon anthem or what, what what are they called when they have a little song? Carry like a song. Oh, it's, well, it's the like actual a, song of... like a school song, but not, isn't it? It's like the, yeah. the theme song. <laughs> Goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> All the kids were singing along like they knew this song. Yeah, they just got here. <laughs> yeah. So either they were given lyrics beforehand, or this is like the 20th time that they've sang it, and he's not stopping until everybody knows every word. Because <laughs> what else is there to do? <laughs> Get bitten by snakes and shouted at by Evan. <laughs> Well, Billy, he's had enough. So he goes over to Beans. Do, do either of you know his real name? So I'd stop calling him. Is it Mike? Uh, yeah, I was going to yeah, guess Mike. Mike. One of them is called Mike. So we'll go with that. Uh, he he brings Beans. Oh, I've just said Beans again. <laughs> he <brings> Mike. <laughs> but he's not really hungry because he can't really feel his right side anymore. Yeah. Yeah, this kid's actually dying. <laughs> Alarm bells. Yeah. yeah. This boy is going to die if he doesn't get medical attention. <laughs> He's only got one side left. <laughs> this man who doesn't have any medical qualifications, uh, Uncle Al said it will be fine, so I'm sure he will be. <laughs> well, yeah, he comes over now, firstly because he's angry that Billy is no longer singing the song. Billy hasn't quite got the lyrics down yet, so he wants to keep going. But Uncle Al sees what's happening and he comes over to inspect the bite. He just sort of asks him to raise his arm and mm. Uncle Al's like, yeah, fine, nothing to see here, nothing wrong with that. What he did was look at the bandage. <laughs> yeah. It could be like, I can't remember the word, it, where it's like necrosizing, with necro something, where necrotic. it's like rotting. Oh, necrotic, yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. Necrosizing, Jesus Christ, it is early. Um, <laughs> that is the verb of it, I think. Well, there you Ooh. go. Yeah, it could be like black and rotten underneath that bandage, but Uncle Al, he just needs to know if he can lift that arm. It doesn't <laughs> matter if his whole body's numb. No, no, no. Beans lifted up his arm and he said, does it hurt? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, good, that's good. It's not necrotic under there. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Looks fine from above. Yeah. From up here, all good. <laughs> Looks all right from my house. <laughs> That's a building phrase. <laughs> Uncle Al, uh, he, he gets everyone to clap for Billy. He's his number one camper because mm. he's helped a friend. So that's mm. very nice. Everybody's sent off to bed, but some of the boys now, they're really interested in that forbidden bunk. Billy, obviously, who is a bit of a fucking whiner by this point, doesn't think it's a good idea. <laughs> bit of a downer, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> this boy's dying. Shut up, Billy. We're trying to sing a song. <laughs> Learn the lyrics or we won't be able to go to bed. <laughs> it's 3am, I'm so tired. <laughs> they head over to the bunk and Billy does follow begrudgingly. Regardless of the rules, and 
the bank being called forbidden. It's not necessarily forbidden in the rules, but it is called forbidden. The children are aware that there is a fucking wolf thing lurking around the woods. Yeah. That would be enough to stop me from going. So I, I, even though he is a whiner, I do agree with Billy. Also, there are clearly deadly snakes in this campsite. <laughs> Probably hanging out in the forbidden bunk. Yeah. <laughs> if I was a deadly snake, I would live there. Also, yeah. <laughs> maybe if there's all these snakes just about, that seems like a, a real problem regardless of like the monster that has reportedly been there and snatched up two children in the last year alone that place should be shut down like <laughs> monster aside if there's deadly snakes fucking everywhere biting people maybe get some snake catchers in or what do you use hawks do you use hawks get a load of hawks but then what do you get rid of the hawks but then the with? next year the children go to the forbidden bank and it's filled with hawks all so blinded what do do by that? hawks oh you gotta get what kills hawks Eagles? Shotguns. Oh, God. (laughs) Every kid gets one of those pistols. (laughs) But then the only way you can defend against kids with guns is more kids with guns. A good kid with a gun, Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, See, we all come round to a poignant political statement in the end, don't we? (laughs) Yeah, the the cool kid, Colin, he's still wearing his sunglasses. Not a cool name. Worldwide. No, I've got a bit on that later, but that's when we actually learn his name. But yeah, he looks like Pitbull at this point because he's not wearing the do-rag. He's uh, Mr. Worldwide, but Mr. Camp. Mr. Camp Thin? Like, uh, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Camp Sight? Goosebumps? <laughs> I'm glad we're doing this all incredibly tired and mentally disabled. <laughs> Let's do even earlier next week. (laughs) 3 (laughs) a.m. As they enter the bunk, Sabre follows them all the way up to the door, but none of the boys see it. And we don't see what happens in the bunk because we immediately cut to the next day where Mm. Uncle Al is waking up all the boys with a little tootie boy. It's a little trumpet or something, I don't know. And Billy notices that Mike, Beans, is missing. Mm. His bed has no sheets and all his stuff is gone. And he also wanders outside and finds that the bandage is there. And his next step is to search the nearest shrubbery, which <laughs> is definitely where a whole boy and all his belongings would be. But uh, this is where he's startled by the bald man with uh, fucking huge glasses. Yeah. Moby. Yes, spitting image of Moby. Or the Dean from Community, if you prefer yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> we find out the night before that the monster is some kind of sort of werewolf as well, don't we? We see, that, we see him howl before it's some kind of dog shaped thing they're quite good about hiding what it is you see like bits of fur and you see teeth and stuff like that but you see like the silhouette of this thing that looks like a werewolf Mm. beforehand so yeah that's 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 what they've got to contend with all the shots we do see of saber are quite well done i think it's just sort Mm. of running behind foliage so yeah blurry cam yeah and presumably this had a tiny budget oh yeah yeah so i think they've done pretty well for themselves there yeah it's not until where they whip him out at the end that he looks a bit shit but during all these scenes he does look pretty good Mm. so uh billy's run outside the cabin to look for mike in bare feet when he knows there are poisonous snakes in the area (laughs) has he learned nothing yeah he's asking for trouble comrade (laughs) Maybe the snake was all a dream. Maybe there was no Mike. (laughs) Well, that's very poignant because that's literally what everyone's going to be saying very soon, Harry. But first, this bald man accosts Billy and he says that Larry has sent him to collect all the boys 
for breakfast. So they're all taken over to the breakfast hall. And our little group that's forming now, who is just all the boys from the bunk, that's Billy and Colin and... Roger. There's a Roger. All these boys tell Larry that Mike is gone. But Larry could not be less helpful in this fucking ordeal. He just (laughs) shuns them all off and continues eating his breakfast. Mm. There's a quite stark comparison between what the campers are eating for breakfast and the counsellors. So the kids have all got gruel... And Evan's mm. there with a slap-up fry-up. <laughs> nom, nom, nom. But what is he actually eating? Because it seemed to me that he's eating um, something fucking weird-looking. It was like bacon on pancakes, but with something else that I couldn't really put my finger on. Oh, it was like a steak. Oh, was it? Maybe that's the next scene. I think everything was cut into weird shapes. It is the next scene as well. And I think the twist of this is why it looks so weird to us. Oh, right. Ah! We'll get to that. Okay. Yes. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that makes sense now. (laughs) It wasn't as out of the blue as we thought. No. (laughs) (laughs) Larry's still an arsehole. Eating his breakfast, obviously. That's not going to change. But um, he stands up to announce they're going to play baseball. And there's very intentional framing as he announces this. He's got the antlers behind his head. Yeah, that was cool. And I'm calling it here. Larry is some sort of skin crawler. He is Saber. Wait and see how wrong I am. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was very strange. They were like going for some very like good bit of cinematography there, Mm. which felt kind of out of place for a Goosebumps episode because everything else is just kids running about. (laughs) I bet it's directed by someone different to the other ones. I bet they got in a like a guest director or something because it has a very different feel to it than the other ones. Larry also looked like a, a young clansman. He has, he has the look of him. Young Klansman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he has the look of him that's got a lot of hate. He looks a bit backwater. Does it? Evan? <laughs> he looks like Evan. <laughs> Evan. He's as white as they come. <laughs> yeah. Although, Evan, I know categorically that you are not a racist. This man does look like he's yes, got it in him. thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> yeah. I'm also half Maltese. I can't be. <laughs> Wait, is that a thing? Some of my best friends are Maltese. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now they're playing baseball. They've all been rounded up to play some baseball, and Billy is just hounding Uncle Al for where Mike is. Uncle Al starts off this fine two-course meal of child neglect with a light bowl of forgetting who Mike is, and then follows it up with a steaming hot plate of, don't worry about it. (laughs) See, what you're doing is you're worrying about it. Uncle Al doesn't worry about nothing. (laughs) It's, it's, Billy's genuinely concerned. A boy has gone missing. And he's this the guy who's in charge of looking after everyone is like, nah, nah, it's fine. Don't worry. I'm not going to tell you what happened to the person who lives in the same bunk as you, who was formerly bitten by a snake. He might be dead for all Billy fucking knows. <laughs> <laughs> nah, don't worry about it, mate. Well, he has right to be annoyed because it's Billy's turn with the bat. So get that out of the way <laughs> yeah. and then ask, why are you holding up everyone for with your little fucking questions? He, yeah, he could have, when he was at the back of the queue, gone to the front <laughs> and been like, ow, oh, sorry, mate, sorry to bother you. I know they're, they're doing batting, but I know my role in this doesn't matter so much at the moment. <laughs> 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 I'm going to wait as if the queue is like a queue to Uncle Al. <laughs> you got a queue up like when you see Father Christmas. <laughs> Uncle Al, I have a real, real, real question for you here, mate. I think all the campers are dying. Oh, leave it off. Leave it off. <laughs> Who? <Shut up. laughs> you bottom bitch. 
<laughs> Whilst Colin is running to, to fourth base, Larry spots a fucking chance to plant a ball in the back of his head mm. and gives him quite severe concussion because Colin's out for a bit. Yeah. And that's really bad for you. There is a big dent in the back of his helmet and there's blood coming out of the hole. <laughs> this boy, <laughs> again, needs to go to hospital. But this is where we learn that, well, where I figured out that Colin is called Colin and it, my notes are Larry brains him. <laughs> Kills Colin? Colin? Why is Fred Durst called Colin? (laughs) (laughs) So as Larry throws the ball, it hits... He throws it so hard, it knocks off his baseball helmet. And underneath that, he's still wearing his bandana. (laughs) (laughs) He hasn't got an off switch. He's always cool. Some people are just cool all the time, guys. Cool all the way through. (laughs) Uncle Al sees this as an opportunity to finish his course of child neglect with a lovely dessert of just no blame on anyone. Larry is completely, even though he definitely did that on purpose, everyone's fine. Just take that boy away. He'll be fine. (laughs) Zip him up in a sleeping bag, I reckon. Like a (laughs) straitjacket. There's not even a divergence from normal camp activity. It's nighttime now, and everyone, including Colin, is camping in a tent in the freezing cold. <laughs> oh, and uh, this is where, as per the camp rules, uh, Billy is writing to his parents. Two of the other boys enter their tent, and they say they're going to go to the forbidden bunk again. But Billy doesn't want to leave Colin on his own, so the other boys fuck off to the forbidden bunk. Hmm. And then he starts to hear growling. Sabres around. Yeah. So he, he gets up out of the tent and he starts running towards the forbidden bunk, leaving Colin on his own. And uh, one of the boys comes running back uh, and he's like, the other boy has been torn to shreds. Uh, it's Sabre. They got him. Thank God. I wrote here, it's a good job they didn't name him. Uh, but I'm sure they did. I just didn't take it down. <laughs> I thought Billy at this point, he seemed like quite a sweet lad. They're all trying to get him to go away. And like fuck around, and he's staying with this other boy because he's injured and stuff in the tent. I was like, because he's, <laughs> he's a in a boy. coma. He's, yeah, this boy has got severe concussion, and what do we know about concussions? Don't leave him on their own. Don't let him sleep. So I oh, know. Let's just leave this sleeping boy alone in a tent outside. Let's make him really toasty yeah. in that sleeping bag. Ooh, just about <laughs> Give ready him for a hot death. Chalky. Yeah. <laughs> Warm him up before he oh. does. <laughs> Quite a tense scene, though, as the kid does run back and it's like, oh my god, oh my god, t- Saber's ripped him apart. Yeah. The cocoon boy in his sleeping bag sits up. Oh yeah. Saber's coming. He's coming! That shit me up a bit, you know. At that point, I wrote, fuck, this is actually quite good. <laughs> it, it is, but once we get to a twist, you've got to ask, who was that for? Yes. Yeah. I'll bring that up again at the end, but why did that boy say that line? <laughs> Let's put a bit in that. <laughs> Well, they grab the concussed Colin. The concussed Colin. The very concussed (laughs) Colin pillar. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They drag him into the bunk and the door breaks down. And this Mm. is the end of episode one. This is the cliffhanger. Although it's not really for us because we just barreled right through into the second episode. And it's just Larry. Which is just as bad, really, isn't it? Oh, God, it's Larry. I called it. I called it. He is a skin crawler. He is... Yeah. Saber. Harry, I just have to bring it up because I fear we may never discuss it again. I'm obsessed with skin crawlers. Skin walkers, that's what they're called. Skin, skin walkers. walkers, yeah. Oh, what's a skin yeah. crawler? Uh, Is that like a night, night crawler? crawlers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which Larry yeah. could be playing. Not Larry. Uh, Colin. Fucking Colin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, it's all circular. Everything's a shape. <laughs> this is an... 
Larry, Larry swings the door open and they're trying to convince him. I thought he was acting fairly reasonably here. He's got all these children saying that there's a monster outside. And he's like, all right, come on, relax. Like, nothing's happening out there. And they're like, no, there's a fucking monster. It's taken one of the boys. He should take it a bit more seriously. But this is the most reasonable that I think we saw him. Rather than just being very flippant and telling them to fuck off. <laughs> he's more leaning towards get a grip than it's all okay. But yeah. this is the most reasonable he is. Yeah. Uh, but he's real mad that the boys went to the forbidden bunk because they tell him about it. And he says it was against the rules. But as we bloody know, no, it's fucking not. The four rules are no leaving your bunk after dark. They didn't leave their bunk. They left their tent. No going to a girls camp. Good. I forgot my deodorant. <laughs> Sleep nine, wait six, and write home. Forbidden bank was not in the rules. Shut the fuck up, ha- Larry, you goon. Not you, Harry. You you loud the fuck up. <laughs> um, excuse you. Colin, uh, this whole time, has been zipped up to his chin in a sleeping bag with just his face showing out the front. Do, I... I was making notes, so I didn't go back, but did they carry him to the bunk in his sleeping bag? I think they might have dragged him along. Yeah, but this whole time he's just been he's under the bed. Under yes, one they of pushed the him under the bed. Yeah, and, he, um, <laughs> and Colin from his sleeping bag says, we got to get help. And <laughs> Floss was watching it with me. She was like, well, I guess they're going to be getting it unless you're going to hop all the way. <laughs> <laughs> the royal we. You've got to get help. <laughs> Say what you really mean, mate. Come on, Colin. (laughs) Well, Larry leaves because he's not taking any of this to heart, really. Mm. And as he does, we hear growls, which does lend to your theory, Harry, that he is a skinwalker. Mm. The boys decide to take watch with a baseball bat in turns because it will be light soon. Do they take it in turns, though? No, Billy does all the work. Don't they all fall asleep? (laughs) No, I thought they did. I went back and he was still awake when... Yeah, Billy was still awake. Yeah, because I wrote something about that and I was annoyed that he was still awake. But the fact that they could fall asleep quite so easily, especially the one who saw the other lad get torn to shreds, <laughs> is worrying, firstly. It feels well, like they've seen it before. They're all tuckered out from camp. Yeah, good job this child with a baseball bat is watching out. There's a fucking <laughs> werewolf around. Ah, oh, sleep like a baby. That boy's got a baseball bat. That supernatural being of the night. Won't be able to get in. I did write at this point. So obviously they're going to go and tell Uncle Al what's happened. Somehow, I don't think Uncle Al is going to care all that much. (laughs) And then that got me questioning, why have they all just accepted he's called Uncle Al? Because that's what he told them. (laughs) (laughs) That's a weird thing, First name Uncle, surname Al. (laughs) I don't know if it's meant to make him more friendly, but I think, you know... 20 years of noncery in society. Yeah. Now that's creepy for us. <laughs> I had stuff in it about it all being a bit uh, bit bad. Being a bit like he was a paedophile is what I'm trying to say. And I don't think he is. Like you said, I think we've been told to think that anyone in that sort of position is a child predator. Yes. Mm. Stranger danger. Yeah. We've all got it tattooed on us. <laughs> <laughs> Any man who wants to work with children, something dodgy there. <laughs> That's not right. No, but that is what we're led to believe. Well, the boys all wake up, apart from Billy, who's been awake the entire time, and they go to breakfast to ask Larry where Uncle Al is. And it was here that I noticed the enormity of Larry's teeth. Yeah. He could fucking shave bark off a tree with those things. <laughs> it's because, mate. He's not human. Exactly, Harry. (laughs) It's all bloody coming together, isn't it? We're definitely leading to Larry is a werewolf. Mm. That is absolutely where we're going. Yeah. Which is what I was thinking as well, until this scene where Billy goes to to the phone that's on the the side of the cabin 
and it's broken. And Al surprises him, saying that he put that up as a joke because there are no working phones. Weird joke, but okay. Good one. He must be mates with the other joke kid. (laughs) (laughs) He's his uncle. (laughs) He's everyone's uncle. (laughs) But Uncle Al then denies there being any Roger in the camp, at which point I'm like, maybe it's Uncle Al. Maybe they're all werewolves and that Mm, it's all this big cover-up for them just to eat. But they did say that this camp had really high reviews at the beginning. Like, it was really highly rated. So, if everyone dies on the camp, who's reviewing it? Uh, The other 90% of parents think it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) And imagine how bad the other camps are. (laughs) This is the best. Oh, we only lost two this year. So, at breakfast, Uncle Al's not there, is he? It's just uh, Evan, just Larry. No, Larry's in charge. So, Larry, at that point, I was like, Jesus, Larry's actually eaten Uncle Al. He is a werewolf. But very next scene, nope, here's Uncle Al. He's uh, got a funny joke about phones. Yeah, the boys head off. They're told to go to the lake, so the boys go off towards that. But Billy decides that he's going to go make this phone call. It seems that every single path in this camp leads you to the forbidden bunk because whenever they fucking mention it the camera just pans to the right and it's right (laughs) fucking there it reminded me of a mighty boosh sketch where they just have to mention it and it appears kind of like when they go there everybody come in oh no not you naan bread (laughs) not Not, you you. extreme Extreme sports sports calendar calendar. (laughs) yes (laughs) not you campfire (laughs) not you forbidden cabin not you uncle al So this is where Billy tries to, to make the call home. Uncle Al does his very fucking hilarious joke. There's no Roger. I, I really liked that. Pretending not to know who he was and just saying, don't worry about it, didn't work. So now Uncle Al has just moved on to gaslighting children. There was never a Roger. Yeah. What are you talking about? No one even has the middle name Roger. <laughs> I checked every record. In my head just All now. All there are are snakes. Yeah. We've got 800 snakes. <laughs> No Rogers, unless of snakes are called Roger, in which case there might be one Roger snake. And now we're heading down to the lake because Billy has given up on trying to contact anyone on the outside. And Colin and the other boy, who knows who he is, uh, they're in the the boat uh, and they haven't put on life jackets. Uh, they say they're fine, but Larry's real fucking mad. But obviously this means that they're going to fall in immediately. Oh, yeah. And they do. And also Colin can't swim. Before Larry turned up, I wrote, they're obviously getting eaten in this lake. (laughs) There's also a lake monster. Yeah, this is bad vibes. Did you notice what the kids in the boat were doing? They were paddling wrong. That's not how you paddle a boat. They were paddling against each other. Oh my god, it made me so cross. They were facing each other in the same boat, paddling towards each other, and then were surprised that nothing was happening. Which, as we learn in the end, might have been their their plan. But at the time, I was like, these children are fucking idiots. (laughs) Well, it's okay. They both drown now. They both (laughs) fall in the lake. In some crazy domino effect, all the boys fall in the lake, including Billy, who was on the pier previously, but now he's in there, uh, and now that he's in there, he's trying to uh, rescue them both. How does he try and rescue them? How does he try and rescue them? He shouts their name above water, and then goes underwater for a bit. (laughs) He also says, come on, don't do this. Like, as in, don't yes, drown. Yeah, like it's their fault. Come on, guys. I can't believe you're drowning. Ugh. Fuck's sake. You're fucking drowning again. Fuck's sake, Ali. <laughs> I fucking love Larry's reaction, which is, 
I was never here. I was at camp the entire time. Yeah. And he just fucking runs. Which um, man get a job? No offence, Evan. I can imagine you doing that. Absolutely. You can't save three kids. And it's, you know, three kids dying is about the same tragedy as one kid dying. And it's all your fault. It doesn't get worse by then. So just fucking go. Back to camp. <laughs> I was never here. It's the same news story. One child dies, three child die. Exactly. <laughs> and if Larry wasn't here, it's not Larry's fault. <laughs> if I wasn't here, I'm in the clear. <laughs> <laughs> no body, no crime. <laughs> that lake monster will get him it's fine oh, yeah, so Billy tries to rescue the other boys but no dice Billy gets out of the lake and he's running through the forest and obviously now Sabre turns up and oh. he's chasing him through all the trees mm. we get a nice dolly zoom on Billy's face yes yeah. Oh. Uh, we also get some more crazy camera work here as well because once he gets back to camp the camera does a full 720 around him and it made my eyes feel sick <laughs> Um, as he does run to camp, I had a really weird thing I picked up on. The clearing he runs through looks like one of the battlefields in Bannerlord. <laughs> <laughs> That's for all you Bannerlord fans out there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I've charged through there. <laughs> <laughs> well, he heads back to the bunk to find that everybody is gone. Mm. All the beds are clear, nobody's stuff is there. And in a slight panic, he doesn't know what to do. But then he's like, okay, all I need is my shirt, my shoes, and a baseball bat, and I can fucking rescue everyone from the abyss. So that's his plan. He's got it all. It's like a montage scene out of Rocky, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did actually make a note. The editing in that scene was really good. Obviously, the music's yeah. really high tense. He's been chased by Sabre. There's a mix of extreme close-ups of his face sort of going, oh, God. Yeah. And then the uh, there's a mid-range shot that's sort of looming towards him. Oh, yeah. It was good. It, it I was, was really enjoying it at this point. The camera work in this was far superior to the other two, and it was. But it's weird. Like, it must lend itself to being a different director. I, I didn't look it up because I'd had two gummies, so <laughs> <laughs> and everything was seeming a bit overwhelming at that point. <laughs> well, Billy's pretty much in the same spot as you were, Johnny. He's walking through this blustery camp with a baseball bat. All of a sudden, all the grass is filled with scattered letters written by the boys, and he's following the trail of them all the way back to the Forbidden Bunk. He could have saved himself a trip, really, if he just said Forbidden Bunk out loud, it would have appeared and he would have been there. But... <laughs> like the room of requirements. Yeah. <laughs> Not you, Forbidden Bunk. <laughs> Billy enters the Forbidden Bunk, said that too many times now, and in there he finds Dawn, Ooh. the girl from the beginning of the first episode. That girl he likes, hello. He says that he's trying to escape, and Dawn responds, oh, how, how come? Uh, in a very, very nonchalant way. And then, not a heartbeat later, she's like, this camp is evil, I have to get out of here. Pick a fucking lane, Dawn. <laughs> her friend got mauled by a bear, and they said that she'll be fine. Why is this camp oh, evil? why do you want to leave? I can't think of a single reason why anyone would want to leave this lovely picturesque location full of bears and snakes and camp leaders who don't give a fucking shit about the people they're like, looking after. I really must leave this camp. Evan is a counsellor. <laughs> they find uh, that the Forbidden Bunk is filled with children's letters. Mm. They have been here twice already, so it seems like they could have done it before. But Has Billy been in before? The first time he was, I think, yeah, because Sabre chases them up to the door and closes. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, there's, there's a big crate of letters. Some of them are old as dirt. Yes. Did you see 
who's on the stamp. No. I'm pretty sure it was Elvis. It was like a, all the stamps exactly the same. It's all Elvis. Really? I didn't pause it. I didn't pause it. I just went, oh, that's Elvis. <laughs> Oh, I shit. don't know how to tie that back into this. Nah, sorry. <laughs> That's an outlier. Uh, I am going to rewatch and see if it was Elvis. Oh, yeah, let me know how wrong Super I was. Strange. Edit it in here, Evan. <laughs> ding, ding. I'm definitely not going <laughs> to. It's definitely Elvis. Okay, I'll put a, a ding here if it was Elvis. What's the noise if it wasn't? <laughs> Silence. <laughs> <laughs> From the window of the bunk, they see that Uncle Al has gathered up everyone from the camp, including the councillors, and they're all now in camo. They're in paramilitary gear. What's going on? Yes, yeah, it's all very strange. Uh, Billy goes outside to try and sneak on what's what's going on, and Larry spots him and drags him into the line. And Uncle Al has given everyone a weapon to hunt down the runaway girl, Dawn. Billy, obviously, is very upset about this, being the camp whiner, and he refuses to kill a girl. Yeah. <laughs> but Uncle Al reassures him that they'll just be tranquilizing her. Just tranquilizing a child, all yeah. good. It's obviously the next step you take after gaslighting. So. Yeah, that would definitely kill her still. Tranquilizers Absolutely, need to be yes. super carefully measured. Yes, and if 30 children are shooting <laughs> tranquilizers at a girl, she is going to die. <laughs> Also, the tranquilizers are on crossbows. Yeah. <laughs> I did notice that they had, like, the little suckers. Do you remember when, like, you would shoot it at a window? Yes. But only from one angle. The camera would be pointing the uh, down the barrel of the, the barrel, down the crossbow. It was, I feel like, nothing in there. And all I could think of was the set of rust. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Feel yeah, free yeah. to edit that out. That is definitely a safety regulation. Yeah. So you can't point a actual weapon A loaded at crossbow, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, we didn't learn that lesson between the 90s and last year, so... Yeah. <laughs> uh, Billy is real upset, and he starts threatening Uncle Al with the, uh, with the tranquilizer, mm. which at that range, she's right next to him, would absolutely impale and kill Uncle Al. Uh, he's telling him to put it down, but Billy's had enough, and he just shoots him. Mm. Not before a bit of gaslighting. Oh, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Uncle Al tells him, there never was a Roger or a Colin or a whoever. What are you doing, Billy? And <laughs> I was really enjoying it at this point. I was like, Billy's actually mad, isn't he? He's just yeah, gone mad. Say, this is it's normal. all in his head. Yeah. yeah it's excellent. Yeah. Well, is it, Evan? Well, everybody starts clapping. Super weird thing to do when someone's just been shot. But apparently, <laughs> Billy has passed the test. Out of the fucking bushes, just like where everyone is hidden in this, come <laughs> Billy's parents. Yeah. It was all a test because they're scientists. They're scientists. They're going on an expedition. This was a government-led training program yeah. for children who might be going on expeditions with their parents. Just like to say, <laughs> this is how the Unabomber was created, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's such a weird thing to do. I mean, at, at the time I was like, before the plot twist two comes in i was like is this boy gonna be working as like an asset for the cia or something we're recruiting actual children now to go into war zones like what's going on <laughs> well first we've got to check everyone's okay so one by one billy says 
everyone who's died his name uh, and needs a little pause. He says, Mike, he comes out of the woods. He says, Roger, he comes out of the woods. He says, other boy's name, he comes out of the woods. He says, forbidden cabin, he comes out of the woods. And everyone is fine. Saber comes out of the woods. Like, oh, yes. Saber comes out of the woods and we, we see that it's just the front half of a wolf and the bald man with glasses has in fact been crouching behind <laughs> and just pushing it everywhere the entire time. I wouldn't even say crouching. <laughs> I would say that he was fully stood up in a white jumpsuit behind it. It's not, if, if everyone else is wearing camouflage boiler suits, I reckon just let him wear one of them if he's undercover trying to pretend to be a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his name was George. We've just learnt that in this scene, haven't we? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It'd be really nice to have everyone's names up front yeah. last time, so I know what's going on. In the future, tell us their names as soon as we meet them. Yeah. <laughs> if this isn't a good enough twist for you... Oh, wait, before this, Evan. So it's revealed that Sabre is a animatronic, and mm. when we first get a shot of Sabre, right at the very beginning, Uncle Al says, it's the latest in technology. We think he's referencing his gun... But is he actually just talking about Sabre? Ooh. Potentially. Ooh. Is it technology if a man is just pushing <laughs> half a dummy of a wolf around? <laughs> well, no, because he's got like a button that makes it roar. <laughs> Rawr. <laughs> Let's do a twist, and then we'll discuss whether or not that is classified as the latest in technology. So, As if that twist wasn't enough. Here's another. Hot and fast. The parents are talking about where the expedition is and how dangerous it's going to be because the people who live there are very dangerous and, you know, they can't predict what they're going to do. Unpredictable is the word I was looking for. And they point up at the sky and it's fucking Earth! These oh! guys are on the moon, maybe! <laughs> Camp Whoa. Night Moon! Oh! So considering that these people have the technology to live on a oxygenless moon, is half a wolf that moves its mouth that impressive? The, the fact that they can travel to another planet. <laughs> I laughed so hard at this second twist. Um, so hard I actually gave myself a cough for a bit because I'd like cut up my throat from coughing. <laughs> like my head was hurting. <laughs> This this was so unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so easy. Yeah. It's, oh, also we're on the moon. <laughs> no, it has no relevance. No. <laughs> Especially when I thought it was called Camp Nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> My notes are, what the fuck? They aren't even on Earth. What even the fuck is going on? Which I think sums up pretty much most of it for me. Leash was watching with me. She turned to me and goes, it wasn't even an Earth summer camp. <laughs> What a twist. What a twist. Like, I haven't watched any Goosebumps. Is there always a twist? Not always. The last one did. There's always, like, a twist or a moral. But at the end, they always do, like, a little jump scare type thing. In the first one, The Haunted Mask, uh, the brother has the mask on at the end. And, like, it's the, the final scare. Okay. So I guess this is just so you don't leave feeling comfortable. Yeah, the twist <laughs> in the last one was that the parents were actually the monsters all along, weren't they? And then that was, yes. so that was another twist. But the, the Dutch story of this was different to the one that we got and the ones that were aired in the States. So the, the twist ending that we had is um, in the camp it's shown to be government run and the story is revealed that they're not set on Earth. In the Dutch one, it's the camp turns out to be run by normal human criminals who enjoy scaring children for their own amusement. And then another minor change is that Sabre was replaced by a giant insect. So they really took some fucking How? liberties what? with the story, didn't they? What? Why? So like, do... don't know. It's a completely different story. Is it a completely different production though? Because I... I guess no, so. They... It must oh, be. Maybe. They'd be able to dub over the criminal bit, but how would they make him an insect? You don't see the monster in the same shot as any of the children. And ah. you do at the end. Do you? Well, George wheels it out, but they wouldn't need to do that, yeah. I guess. 
I, yeah, I guess they just cut that if it's all not a ruse. Yeah, it's a, um, wow. taking some liberties with the story a little bit, changing yeah. it completely. <laughs> were they still on the moon? No, they were just normal human people. Just innocent That would have been so people. much better. <laughs> just innocent men. <laughs> well, they're not innocent yeah. men, they're all criminals. <laughs> Bank robbers. That's why that line was important. That came over from the Dutch one. Oh. Well, boys, that brings us to the all-important question. So you goose that was bumps, do you? And how many bumps do you goose this and why? You bumps that was goose, do you? I think that was goose. I think that was good. Which I have been saying throughout the episode. Yeah, I thought it was... For a kids' TV programme from the 90s, it was edited quite well. Like, the the pacing was really good, I thought. And all the way throughout, you've sort of got this, is he mad, is he not? Is Uncle Al a good guy? Is he a baddie? It keeps you guessing. It keeps you guessing right up to the very end, which is my only complaint with this episode. Well, no. I think the, the ending would have been much better if it wasn't a test... And he was just insane. And, or yeah. it was criminals. Yeah. Yeah. To... <laughs> yeah, or it was criminals and an insect. But no, I did enjoy this. As for bumps, I'd probably give it... How does this scale work? Is this scale only for goosebumps, or does it translate to other things? This is proprietary, mate. It's, ten bumps is maximum bumps. That's the, the bumpest you've ever seen, yeah? One bump. Or even no bumps. That's the worst. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's like a classic one to ten scale, I suppose. But, but in think bumps of it as rather bumps. than stars. Okay. <laughs> I'd probably give this six bumps. I enjoyed it. It's six? above average. It's above average. Okay. It's not like machete or something, though, is it? Well, no. You're comparing <laughs> it to other goosebumps episodes. No, right. That's um, what I was asking. It's only goose. Okay. I've only seen this goosebumps episode. I'd say seven and a half bumps out of ten. I enjoyed it. I thought, despite there being some terrible acting from the other children involved and the story at the end sort of falling apart, <laughs> I thought it was good. Like you said, Harry, there was really good pacing in it and it was. It felt like they were driving towards something the whole time, whereas sometimes in these they can fall a bit flat in the middle. Yeah, it was good. The two twists, second one being completely unnecessary, but the, both of them fucking blindsided me massively. And there was a couple of bits, like when the boy woke up and was like, Sabre is coming, Sabre is coming. Yeah. Actually shit me up a good. little bit. So I thought I thought it was actually, I think it was the best one that I've seen out of the ones that we've done. Um, it bumped my geese. Ooh. I reckon eight bumps. Eight bumps. Eight bumps. I'm reticent to give it a, a higher than that because we haven't watched enough to really scale it. But this, this is definitely <laughs> the best one that we've, best one that we've seen. We might have to come back and edit our opinions on this. <laughs> yes, maybe. Well, at the end of the season, we'll go back over them and reevaluate the bumps because we've got some classics coming up. Like there's like Night of the Living Dummy, Ugh. Night of the Living Mummy, I think is also another one. Night of the <laughs> Living the Mummy. One. None of these so far, although I remember this one very clearly, none of these are like the big Goosebumps titles. Uh, well, actually, The Haunted Mask is, I suppose, but that is not a strong episode. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't agree with you boys more. I enjoyed this. I did know this twist was coming because I, I remember this episode quite clearly. I couldn't remember the, the in-between, actually. I remember the ending with twist, so I knew that moon shit was coming. Great cinematography. I agree with the vet. Loved all the red herrings throughout. This was genuinely scary. Mm. I, I loved when they got to the Forbidden Cabin and all the letters were in there. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know, they were never being sent out. You felt something really malicious was going on. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed this. I regret some of the high ratings I've given yeah. before because of how much <laughs> I enjoyed this, which is why I'd like to reevaluate at the end. So I'm going to give this 
nine bumps out of ten. Oof. With room for it to come down if there's something better. But because I enjoyed this so much more than the other others we've watched yeah. so far, it has to be that high. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Have you got a league of bumps out of ten on your socials, Evan? I haven't, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> well... Thank you, boys, for goosing with me, and thank you all for bumping with us. I tell you what would be really scary is if you didn't leave us a five-star rating on the platform you're using right now. It's so easy and therefore incalculable that you wouldn't do it. Follow us over on Twitter and Instagram at So You Think Pod. You can find those in the description below. And and tell our next merry little jaunt into the mind of an old man who likes to scare children. <laughs> Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Goose bumps. Let's be on the five bubbles. It's worldwide. This is that. Rackers, Alan, I'm tripping. Rap flow for them box bitten. Bing monsters sniffing that blow. Rock colors know the style. Triple that dough. 40 cal for them cocks. Suck the sit them back slow. What y'all know about cold pies? Get them that low. I'm out before the boat ties.